Hey everybody, I'm Robert Yerby, and I'm an insurance professional, and admittedly, kind of an insurance nerd. My friends and family tell me that nobody is going to want to listen to a podcast about insurance, so instead, on this show, I'm hoping to share a story or have a conversation with a guest about some relatable experience, and then show you how insurance impacts that story or topic. My hope is You'll enjoy a few laughs with me and maybe learn at least one interesting thing about insurance along the way. Here we go. Hey everybody, this is Robert. Thanks for joining the podcast. Uh, Today I am joined by Damon. Hello. And Damon, this is the the first time that we're uh, recording video. Yes. Like a live video. It's live to us. It won't be live to them when they're watching it, I guess. No. That's how that works. That's how video works all (laughs) the time. That's how video works. I sound like a person who came like forward in the future. Like I was just out using my muzzle loaded musket and Mm -hmm. like a Terminator showed up and then like sucked me into the portal and here I am. Yeah. 2024. Yeah. We'll edit all of this out. This is just, this is just, this is just, this is what you guys get to see. (laughs) This is garbage. All right. So like always, you know, I, I don't like telling everybody what we're going to talk about. I gave you like two seconds of prep <laughs> beforehand. And you're like, well, what are we going to talk about? I was like, let's just talk about war in the Middle East, right? There's not a lot of that. Yeah. So at this point, we've got a lot of different factions fighting each yeah. other, going after merchant vessels. You know, people that aren't—they're not even in the war. They're yeah. just—they're just on a boat. They're just doing their job. It's like Captain Phillips. Did you ever see that movie? Yes, I did see that movie. That's a good flick. Oh yeah. And you know what else we were gonna do? Thanks. Yeah. We were—we were gonna do like a segment within the show. Remember, it was gonna yeah. be, uh, yeah, a special segment. We're gonna start doing is Robert watches a movie you saw ten years ago, and the the idea for that. Uh, I was watching John Wick, <laughs> which everybody saw 10 years ago or whatever, maybe longer. I hadn't seen it. And it yeah. pops up on my feed in Netflix. And so in the first, let's say, 15 minutes of John Wick, well, you find out his wife has passed away from some yep. illness. Okay. Yep. And then somebody breaks in and s- kills his dog and steals his car. Yeah. That's the gist of it. And he's got a really nice car. I sort of yes. forget what kind of car it was, but it was, I mean, just spectacular vehicle. Yeah, very nice, black. Yeah. Yeah. Sports car. Yeah. It was awesome. And it dawned on me at about the 20-minute mark, I was like, oh my gosh, yeah. John Wick, this is a movie about insurance, right? I... <laughs> to- no, to- no, totally. Now, let me explain. <laughs> okay. So, basically, he his wife has been sick and and it seems like she's been sick for a long time so yeah. we can infer from that he's been working with the health insurance company trying to make sure that her specialists are all in network that this test is going to be covered he's back and forth with you know claims adjusters at the health insurance company right and he's getting frustrated and she's getting frustrated and that's not helping her condition okay so he's been going through that for months maybe years i don't know yeah right then then somebody busts in 
and kills the dog that she sent him, like, from beyond the grave. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's bad enough, all right? He's already, he's in a very fragile emotional state having lost the wife. Now he loses, now he loses the pet, and then they take his car, that cherry ride that he had, and I'm assuming, I'm assuming that he's got insurance on the car, but he knows that when that car gets stolen, he's got to report it as a total loss, they're only going to pay him actual cash value of that vehicle, and given how nice that it is, he's never going to get paid what that thing's worth. And so, like, all of this is going through his head, okay? Lost my wife. Hate health, ins- hate health insurance companies. Oh, now I'm going to have to file this claim on the loss, and he just loses his mind, and he decides he's going to take matters into his own hands, okay? And that's when he goes after the Russians and just starts kicking ass. And this is after he killed three men in a bar with a pencil. Yes. So totally about, well, he, and then I'm, I'm thinking this is, this is obviously about insurance. Then, like the very next scene, like the Allstate Mayhem guy shows up, <laughs> and he's part of the Russian mafia. And I was just like, oh, this is a big Allstate commercial is basically what it is. It's a big Allstate commercial. Honestly, that's as far as I got. Once, <laughs> once, once Mayhem Guy showed up, I turned it off at like 25 minutes in, and I was like, I'm not watching just some big product placement thing for Allstate. So that was it. John Wick, you, it's you, all about you insurance. You should have finished the movie. John Wick's all about insurance. There's a lot more to it than that. I'm living it every day. I don't need to watch it in my downtime. Okay, so that was Robert Watches a Movie that you saw 10 years ago. Yeah. Okay. All right, back to the Middle East. I feel like that this this skirmish in the Middle East we're 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 technically not at war. No, we're not. Israel's at war. Yes. Hamas is at war. Yep. We're technically not at war. So I don't really even know what to call this exactly, but we're definitely impacted. Yeah. And not just because we feel bad for people that are displaced. We do. We do. Yeah. But <laughs> I don't, I don't know that we're going to get into that on the podcast. We feel bad. We feel bad. But the fact that they're now like these uh, Houthi rebels backed by Iran, they're like going after these merchant vessels. I got to tell you, first thing I thought of was, oh, that's going to be bad. That's going to be bad for the insurance. Oh. Yeah, because, of course, those ships that are running through the Red Sea... They're insured for things like, you know, violent attacks. Back in London in the, I don't know, 1600s, something like that. Back when England controlled everything. Back, back when England, I mean, definitely controlled the waters, right? Yeah. And their merchants were, I might be going back too far, um, yeah, 1600s, you had ships going back and forth to the New World. Yes. Right? And, you know, trading, you know, all around Europe and probably, uh, I'm going to really test my my history of exploration, but, you know, Marco Polo found, like, the sea route all the way to East Asia, right? Is no, that him? He, he did the Silk Road land route. The land route. Okay. Yeah. Who was the guy that found, like... <sighs> The naval, maybe not naval, the, is that what you call that? Naval? Yeah. Naval route? The water, the water route? Portugal found that, like, around the tip of Africa? I guess. 
that was done by Portugal, like, a few years before Columbus found the New World. Huh. Oh, right, because he wanted to find, like, a faster way. They knew yeah. that way, and he was like, that's a long time. Yeah, he, he went to Portugal first, and they were like, yeah, but we've ha- we got this guy who just found this way. Okay, so the Portuguese guy. When I, what was I getting at? Oh. I don't know. So, no, the origins of, like, merchant insurance. That, that's London, and I, I won't remember what year it was, but a long, long time ago. And these merchant vessels, way back when, they'd encounter pirates, and they'd encounter, you know, the French or whoever that would just, you know, take their boat, board them, take all their stuff. There's a word also for basically like taking the, the people and making them like sailors in your, your army. What do they call that? We went to war over that with Britain. Yeah, we did. Um, it's not conscription. I don't know. what. It is kind of, but there's a different word for it. It's a different word when you're in the Navy, right? No, it's a, it's a different word for like, hey, I know you're at war with us, but we're going to just take you and you're going to join us. Yeah. There's, there's a, a word, word for that. There's a word for that. Conscription isn't that word. I and mean, that's not conscription. Okay. Well, so they started writing insurance policies on merchant vessels or for merchant vessels way, way, way back. And so if you were attacked, you file a claim with your insurance company. Yeah. All the way back yeah. then. That's still a thing. That's still a thing because there's still uh, bad actors around the world. And if all of our stuff gets taken, I mean, it's different stuff now. It used to be spices and silk, I I guess, you know, junk like that. Now we've got auto parts and clothes and anything Amazon sells, basically. These big container ships have millions and millions and millions of dollars worth of stuff on it. And it gets insured. It gets insured. Uh, I think I think it's called war risk insurance. So that if you if your merchant vessel suffers a violent attack, and it's it's usually super cheap. But now, if your boat is going to be going through the, the Suez Canal, yeah, yeah, well, you're in trouble because the rates went up like seven thousand percent. It's insane. And and it was super cheap. So, you know, to increase the 7,000%, I mean, what does that mean for, you know, if you're buying a t-shirt? Uh, if it was a $20 t-shirt, you might pay another 60 cents or something. I mean, it's not huge, but if you're buying a lot of t-shirts, you're, well, I'm, but it's on everything. That's, yeah. that's kind of the thing. These microphones, the cords, uh, you know, my reading glass. Yeah. I mean, everything. Now, I don't know where everything is, you know, that I bought is sourced. Did it have to run through that canal? I don't know, but. What's going through Panama? What's going through the Suez? Some, something like 15% of all global trade goes through that area that is now yeah. uh, seeing those war risk premiums go up 7,000%. So. I don't know. One of the one of the answers to why the heck would you know the U.S. get their navy involved? It's it's partly because we feel bad about you know the October seventh attacks, and we feel bad about you know people being displaced and 
killed. But it's also because we don't want to pay the extra 60 cents for a t-shirt. As bad as that sounds. Yeah. Yeah. As bad as that sounds, I mean, that is a thing. I mean, the last time Iran went toe-to-toe with us in, in the na- when it came to naval stuff, I think was Operation Praying Mantis, which lasted eight hours. And we destroyed half their navy. I've heard of that. I've heard of yeah. that. Eight hours, huh? Eight hours. Yeah, good work day. That's, that is a full day. It was a full day. Okay. Well, I don't want to get too far into like politics and stuff like yeah. that. <laughs> it's an insurance podcast. Yeah, it's an insurance podcast. But at, but at some point, you'd think there would be an incentive for the U.S. to make some kind of move like that to minimize or altogether eliminate these sorts of attacks. It's not just about the t-shirts. It's not just about the stuff. I mean, there's, there's food that runs through there, too. There's, like, basic necessities. Oil. Yeah. Okay, let's call it energy. That, that'd be more basic. I mean, but if, if, some, if a poorer country has to spend significantly more on food and energy, like, that, that means some people are going to have to go without. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's countries where the poor people, they spend almost all of their money on food. And if the food then costs, I mean, even 10% more than it used to, that's like a huge burden on them. Yeah. They eat 10% less. And that 10%, I mean, I mean some people are malnourished. So it, it's just, it's not just about Americans, you know, wanting to save the 50 cents on their t-shirt. It's a bigger deal. So, war risk insurance. You didn't even know that that was a thing. But there's, there's insurance everywhere. Okay. Follow up to a previous episode. Tell me about the muzzle-loaded musket. Yes. It's finished. It's finished? Yeah. Have you, have you shot it yet? No. I, if anyone has any idea where I could get primers, send I, a message. I don't know what a primer is. So They don't either. For, Someone out there does. Uh, but the, like, nowhere online can I find number 11 primers because in order to, it's what makes it go bang. Makes it go bang. Oh, that's really yeah. dumbing it down for me. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, well, you got the first thing that goes bang, which lights off the powder, which is a big bang. Okay. So there's two bangs? Yeah. Oh. I didn't think there's two bangs. Just usually one sets off the other, so it sounds more like one bang. Huh. You know what? I had no idea. I didn't know that at all. Okay. Yeah. All right, so you need primers. Okay. Yeah, number 11 primers are impossible to get right now. Where do you shoot a muzzle-loaded musket? Where am I going to shoot? Yeah, okay. Um, We'll start with that. Well, I usually go, there's a place on the way to Maricopa. There's just like a clearing area. Okay. All right, cool. Well, we should wrap it up there. Yeah. Yeah, you agree? Sure. All right. All right. So that was one interesting thing about insurance. Thanks for listening, everybody. If you are looking for insurance continuing education because you're a licensed insurance producer or adjuster, 
check out our website at bmfce.com. And if you like the podcast, tell your friends, uh, tell your relatives, and leave us a review. Let us know what you think. All right, until next time. Thanks, everybody.